Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Uh, one place we don't want to wind up is on our butts with our feet in the air. I, I Look, I broke my ankle walking the dog did you really? It, it, well, that was a few years ago, and it wasn't on a sidewalk. It was on my driveway. So I, I know what a problem ice can be, especially this time of year with the freeze-thaw cycle. We get the monster pond-sized puddles during the day, and it freezes at night. The question, should Minneapolis shovel resident sidewalks, or should it be every man, woman, and child and pet for themselves <laughs> when it comes to getting snow off sidewalks? Several new Minneapolis council members have pledged to make the issue a priority. There's a move to shift more of the burden for clearing sidewalks from property owners to the Department of Public Works. Under that scenario, Minneapolis would send out workers when enough snow falls, similar to how MnDOT dispatches plows to streets. Now get this, George, clearing all 1,910 miles of sidewalks in Minneapolis... Or even a portion of those walkways is estimated to cost anywhere from four and a half million to twenty million a year on top of startup costs. So somebody's got to pay for that. Mm-hmm, that's right. But again, you want it to get done, right? So let's talk. Minneapolis Council Member Robin Wansley Warlabaugh is joining us now to chat. Uh, Council Member, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Great. And and she is joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. So we appreciate you being here. So what do you think? You want the city to do this? And tell us why. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, hearing some of the story that you even write about breaking your ankle, I, I do want to highlight that. Also, my sister just, you know, several weeks ago while walking her dog, she lives over in North Minneapolis, and she broke her leg while just walking her dog around the neighborhood. And for, you know, several weeks now, I've heard consistently from our own constituents, you know, about just the lack of safety they feel um, in navigating their neighborhoods. We're hearing that folks aren't able to access public services like transportation because it's difficult for them to, you know, walk alongside the sidewalks or bike um, to be able to get from point A to point B. And if you're a working class person, that means getting from, you know, from work to having to drop your kid off at school or pick up your school. Like, the fact that we're not having, um, you know, standardized clearance of our sidewalks across the streets, I mean, across the city, is, is in addition to our bike passages, is really becoming a, a safety barrier for many of our residents. Um, and, you know, I think it's it, in us moving forward with creating a municipal snow removal program, 
um, it just demonstrates the city's commitment into um, strengthening our overall public infrastructures, our, as well as making sure that there's safe and equitable access for every single resident to get across our city um, and to be able to access our public services. And it's just a collective good. You know, as a, I'm not going to shy away. I'm a socialist, so I believe that anytime we can make investments into the collective good and shift those responsibilities from working class people, especially with the pandemic, um, still, you know, creating financial constraints for many of our residents. Um, I think this is a really good opportunity to, to take that next step and also create um, infrastructure for a green workforce. If we actually created jobs around this that employ, you know, young folks from high school, like creating um, economic or employment opportunities to meet this basic public service need. Um, so, I think, you know, the price tag of $6 million, that's the, the current estimation on the table to clear at least the pedestrian pri priority network, which is about 298 miles. Um, you know, if we make that ask in the 2023 budget, um, you know, $6 million is actually less than 3% of MPD's overall budget, as well as it's a tiny fraction of the city's $1.57 billion budget. So I think this is a really good opportunity to demonstrate our commitment towards our constituents, um, to, to meet this need, to demonstrate a commitment towards making a Green New Deal possible. Um, and if this is the investment necessary, I think many residents would be more than willing to support this, especially if it means no more broken ankles and no more broken legs while you're just trying to go sure. down your driveway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we, we get it. Councilwoman, I'm, look, I'm, I'm sympathetic. I, I really am. And I realize some neighbors are good neighbors and they take care of their sidewalks. Others, you know, for whatever reason, they can't or they won't. I'm also a capitalist. And I, my question is, who pays for this? Do residents of Minneapolis, would this mean higher taxes? I think this is, again, just thinking of how are we reallocating existing resources. Okay. Um, and we do have additional funds from, you know, federal aid related to COVID. You know, I think there's a way in which we can reshift our priorities to um, make the allocations necessary to make this program um, happen um, and keep our residents safe and keep our streets cleared. Councilwoman, it's Jordana. Uh, in my neighborhood, and I live in a first-ring suburb here in Minneapolis, um, some of my, most of my neighbors are great. They do a great job. But, you know, there's always that one or two neighbors that are doing a crappy they're job. They're trying or, to kill you. Or they're not, yeah. they're, they're not even trying. They're, they don't even get out there with the shovel. Yeah. You know, they, they're, they're, the sidewalks are impassable. Um, you know, you mentioned people getting injured or not being able to access public transportation, things like that. Do you have maybe some deeper numbers on that so we can understand the magnitude of the problem? How many people is this affecting? Um, I absolutely would love to provide numbers at a, a later date. I think this is even data that our city is still early in collecting. I know each uh, council member gets a service report um, every two weeks. And I can absolutely say we, the top uh, service call that 311 receives in Ward 2 is for snow and ice removal. That has been consistently the top five requests, service requests for the past two months in Ward 2. Mm -hmm. And I can imagine across all the wards, many of my fellow council members are probably receiving the same, you know, high density calls around this specific issue. Um, 
And I do want to note, too, in, in regards to, you know, the idea that, yes, some neighbors might fail in cl- clearing the pathways. Right. Um, I do want to acknowledge that the city has taken the efforts to um, increase enforcement around, you know, sidewalk clearance, um, especially after the last study was uh, commissioned by the city at looking at a snow removal municipal program. Um, but what we've also seen, again, you know, is that enforcement, these regressive or aggressive measures of enforcement, especially if we have segments of our community that are elderly, that has disabilities, or wherever the case, like these folks are not being able to clear these passages in, in the time frame that's necessary. So again, here's the opportunity to provide, you know, a number of additional jobs, employ people to meet this public service. Minneapolis Councilwoman Robin Wansley Worlaboth, we sure appreciate you coming on today. Thank you. Thank and, you. And we want to open the phones now. Yeah. We want to know what you think. Should the city, even your city, I know it's proposed only in Minneapolis, but what do you think about this? Send us a text, shoot us a call, 651-461-9226. Is this uh, for residents to do or should the cities take over clearing the sidewalk? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.